2: Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glennis Hughes. Thank you so, so much for listening in. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you haven't heard or seen already, I encourage you to go check out. I now do a weekly TV show with the radio show, so each week I have at least one, sometimes more videos that go along with the radio show. So if you go to the Facebook page for living in the magic of possibilities, you can see at the very top of the page, I've pinned the the link to that YouTube page. And it's really cool what's being created kind of behind the scenes right now with everything, there's going to be a brand new web page. oh my gosh, so many exciting things that you guys will be let in on very, very soon, as soon as it's ready. But for now, you do need to go to that link specifically to check it out. Make sure you subscribe so that you're getting notified when I put up a, a new video. Uh, while I've been here, I actually started the show while I've been here in Australia. So all of them, I believe, have really beautiful backgrounds, like whether I've been at the beach or the my favorite place so far, we've found a uh, crystal cascades. Uh, So I'm not really sure what it'll look like when I get home to snowy Alberta, but the cool thing is I travel enough that it will be, I will have lots of backgrounds for you guys to watch. All right. So today's show, Secrets from a World Class Bitch. (laughs) Now, I know that some of you will want to message me and, and assure me that I'm not a bitch and that I'm kind and sweet and all of those lovely things, and I thank you. And I'm also aware that some of you might want to email me and message me and tell me that I am a world-class bitch, and I thank you. <laughs> and really, it's it's kind of a play on words, this title, because from this reality, whenever a friend, a client, a family member, you know, somebody is asking us to buy their limitations as true and real. The kind thing from this reality is to agree with them. It's to justify it with them, to validate with them, to make them right for choosing those limitations. And so kind of the play on words with the world-class bitch is that at this point, I'm very willing to be judged as that bitch so that I don't justify, agree with, align with anybody's limitations, including mine. (laughs) So it's not just for the world. It's also for me too. Uh, It's really, it's really become apparent in my world. And a lot of people, uh, you know, will send me emails, messages, talk to me in person, whatever about their limitations And why they can't choose something. And it's so interesting because as I'm either reading it or hearing the person say it, I'm so aware that there's a demand energy from them for me to say, oh, I totally get that. I totally understand that you're totally right in your limitations. And it's not right. And it's not wrong. And for those of you who are listening, that like, oh, go, Oh, my gosh, I've sent Glenice an email like that. Please know, I get hundreds of emails, thousands of emails and messages. I am not Talking to one person in in particular I've sent the emails myself of limitations so this really is just more of an invitation for you to drop those barriers don't go in the wrongness of you and really start to pay attention of where you're asking other people to buy your limitations where are you using story to ensure that you can stay stuck and I remember so clearly it was a couple years ago I was teaching um, foundation and level one, what used to be called foundation level one. Now it's called just the foundation. Uh, and a gal in the class said something, and I made a joke. I, and I, I consciously chose to make a joke, because what she said was an invitation for us in the room to buy her limitations as real to justify it for her. So I made a joke. It was the in my awareness at that moment, it was the It was what was going to create the most to change what was going on. And her reaction to my joke was that I was being unkind. And she actually said that to me. She said, don't be unkind. And I don't know... (laughs) I've judged myself about it probably a billion times, because I really wasn't sure if I chose it from reaction of what she said, or if I chose it from awareness. But in the moment that she said, like, because she kind of snapped saying, you know, Glynnie's don't be so unkind. And I, I reacted would be the best energy to describe it from the place of and I just said to her, I'm not being unkind. I will never buy your limitations as real and true because if I do that's unkind. And it was and it was delivered with an intensity and it you know whether it was going to create whether it created more created less it's irrelevant all of these years later and it's something that has stayed with me. Um Mostly because I'm aware that there probably was another choice because it did feel like there was it was a reaction on my point and I'm not saying it you know again don't don't worry about you know what's Glennie's right? was she wrong? It, it's irrelevant. it was what it was. I chose what I chose, the gal chose what she chose. and what I remember from it so much is that, It really was this energy of demand from her to buy her story and tell her she's right for choosing less than what was possible. And it was my reaction of fuck that. I do that for nobody. And I mean, I, I like the woman, so I'm especially not going to do it for people I like. And I mean, I don't mean I would do it for people I don't like. But like, really, it's like, a, if we really look at what it is when we buy people's stories as true and real, that is the most unkind thing we can do. Now, are there other ways to deal with it? Absolutely cuz you know just saying to somebody when they're halfway through their story uh you know what you're just lying and i need you to shut up cuz you're you know you're just being wrong and i mean that's not going to create more either you want to be really aware of what the person can hear what they can receive and and all of that and that's kind of where when i look at that situation i know there could have been some another choice for me in there that could have been delivered a little bit different um And it's okay that it was the way that it was, but it's really looking at when, when we are demanding that of other people too. like really ask your body to show you, Hey, let me know body when I'm, and when I'm asking people to align and agree with my crazy, because I will tell you, most people will, (laughs) we're taught to do that from this reality. We're taught that's what good friends do. And it's so unkind. Like if you really look at that, if you think of the last time that you had a story to tell, maybe, you know, why you didn't have enough money for something or why you, you know, stayed in an unhappy relationship or unhappy job or whatever it is. When you when you think of the last time you told one of those stories, get the energy of what might have been different if the person that you told it to didn't align and agree with it. Now, we're also not asking people to resist and react to it because that's the same energy as aligning and agreeing. So it's really about just being an interesting point of view. So you don't have to say anything a lot of times, a lot of times when I receive those emails, unless there's a question attached, and 99% of the time there is not, (laughs) they're just, you know, kind of blasting me with their story and with their limitation, a lot of times I just delete them because there's nothing in there for me to do other than align and agree or tell them that they're wrong to have their story. And neither is kind. And actually neither is right. <laughs> neither is wrong. Because, you know, it's not going to create more for me to email them back and say, hey, do you realize these are a bunch of limitations and you could just clear it like this? And that's totally superior bitch, <laughs> which of course I've done before and probably will do again. Um, but a lot of times I just delete them because there's nothing else that I can do with that energy. There's no question attached. Uh, sometimes it might be, how can I change this? Which is great. That's a beautiful question. And then usually I'll just refer them on to other you know, other radio shows and stuff. Uh, just, just look at that for yourself. And then look at where you've been willing to agree with people's limitations, to align with them, to justify them. And how much is that creating in the world? And I don't mean from the place of you're sitting there and you don't know what else to say. Because sometimes that is just the kind of the inconvenience and uncomfortableness of uh, they're demanding it of me and I don't know what else to do here. And so then you just say, oh, that's too bad or "Oh, I'm so sorry for you or whatever that is. That's totally different if you're doing it from awareness because you'll kind of start to build the muscle of what you can say or what you can be or what you can do in those situations. But it's when when you're not even aware that you're doing it, that you've never maybe even looked at it. You know, every time a certain friend Phones and tells you their woes about somebody or a situation in their life, and you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Why does bad stuff always happen to you? Like, <laughs> how much does that stick them where they are? And yes, they're asking you to, absolutely. And you know what? There may be times where your awareness is to align and agree. Because that might actually create more. It's really not, you know, there isn't kind of a black and white to this. There really never is with consciousness. It just is what it is in that moment. And it's not wrong if you do align and it's not wrong if you resist and it's not, there's no right or wrong. You just want to be aware of when, when a person is demanding it of you, what is it that you that would work for you in those situations. And if you kind of have a few possibilities in your back pocket, it might be a little bit easier. You know, it might be a little bit um, easier to kind of pull whichever one ha- creates the most, whichever one is the lightest to choose if you've kind of figured out some some ways to deal with it. And so, of course, some of the ways might just be to to look at them and smile. You know, so you're not saying anything, <laughs> you're just being with them the and and with that actually and, and with any one of whichever you choose i would say probably the the most contributor could contributory <laughs> part would be willing to be an interesting point of view so smiling and nodding but in your head you're going okay interesting point of view they have that point of view so you're not saying it to them please don't say it out loud that's so unkind it drives me nuts when i see people do that um But you're actually just, you're willing to be the space for them to whether they want to stay in the story or they want to change it, it doesn't matter. You're just willing to be the space. And so then you're just sitting and smiling and and in your head being an interesting point of view. And of course, in your being, not just in your head, but just in your entire being, being interesting point of view, because it's really hard then for people to hold on to their stories if you're willing to be the energy of interesting point of view. If you're willing to be the energy of allowance, but the minute that you either agree or resist, it's much easier for them, dense energy wise, because they've got something to push up against. So they've either got the energy to keep on with their story, or they've got the energy to defend their story. So it depends on whatever if you're if you're lying and agree, agreeing, they'll likely just continue on the same energy with the you know, the world is wrong. and And I'm so bad. I'm so pathetic. Um, Or if you're putting out the, the the resistance energy, like, don't tell me this bad story. I don't want to know it. Oh, I don't, you know, that kind of energy, then they have to go into defense. Well, they don't have to, but they'll likely choose to go into defense to defend why they're choosing the crazy they're choosing. And so, if you can be an interesting point of view and total allowance, there's none of that energy for them to play with. And so, I often will have, and this is more often um, if the person's in person with me, where they might be halfway through their story, and they lose their story. They're like, oh my gosh, what was I just saying? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I, I totally forgot what I was just saying. And, and for me, I'm totally aware of it because there's no energy to it. There's not, I'm not making it right and I'm not making it wrong. I'm just willing to be the space. Now, I'm also willing to be that with myself. So it's something else I would encourage with you guys is if you look at that for yourself, how can you be that interesting point of view and that allowance for you? So that you're not making you wrong when you go to story, when you go to limitation, you're just like, oh, cool, interesting that I would choose that or that's a funny story I'm telling myself or whatever it may be. Because often, especially as we're starting to choose consciousness more and more, often what we do is we go to the place of, well, now I should be perfect, (laughs) And because I'm not, and I'm going to story, you know, maybe once every hour compared to once every minute, you then just go to judgment, which puts you back into the same crazy instead of just being like, wow, that's a funny story I'm telling, or even be willing for yourself midway through your story. If you're telling it to a friend or whoever that you're willing to stop. So you're willing to be like, you know what? This just isn't important anymore. Tell me how how you're doing. Tell me what you're creating in your life or something like that, so you totally are changing it and be willing to stop your stories too and so be willing to be aware of when you're demanding people to align and agree with it. Um, I have you know some really good friends and and all of whom choose access and you know if we 've got something that has come up, we'll often say. Can I, you know, can I call you? I just want to talk about something, but I really just need you to be in your in allowance or an interesting point of view. I'm not looking for advice or I'm not, or maybe I am looking for some questions or whatever it is, but we're willing to ask that. And we're willing to be that for each other because what I've seen that energy change is so much more than what I ever saw years ago, when we just bought each other's limitations. He was like, Oh, tell me again, how limited you are, because you're so right. (laughs) And really, I mean, when I look at that now, I just think, wow, that's so unkind. But this reality tells us different. This reality tells us that's the way we should be. that's what a good friend does that's what a good you know daughter or son or sibling or spouse does. You buy your the the other person's limitations and and what if it isn't? You know, the, the access consciousness crazy phrase, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And and it really is the opposite. Because if we look at what is truly kind and what is truly going to create more on this planet, it's not buying each other's limitations. It's not validating the crazy. It really isn't. It's about being willing to be <laughs> the world-class bitch and bastard that you are and not buy people. People's crazy. All right, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back.
3: Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day?
4: ww.glenice.net.
1: You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit ww.glenice.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities.
2: Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the world. How the heck did I get so lucky? Uh, So just after I get home on February 6th, we will be having a bars class in Vermillion, the town that is closest to where I live. Then on the 17th, off to Edmonton, Alberta at the West Edmonton Mall. I'm so excited for a five day that we're doing. This is the Access Consciousness Bars and now the four-day foundation. Then off to Santa Cruz, California for the same class. So five days bars and then two days or four days foundation. That starts February 24th. Then off to Regina, Saskatchewan on April 8th for a bars class. And then not April 9th and 10th, also in Regina, is my new specialty class, How to Change Anything with Ease. So excited. That is now at the Wingate uh, Windham by Wingate, something like that, hotel, conference room there. All the information is on the listing. Then off to Montreal on April 27th, five days to change your life. So bars and foundation. So excited. Then off to Lloydminster. So I actually will be at home for a little while, uh, starting May 25th, another five days. So Bars and Four Days Foundation. That's May 25th. And then off to Europe for, gosh, a few weeks um, on June 4th, How to Change Anything with Ease in Munich, Germany. Then off to Bucharest on June 16th with bars and on June 17th, a one day specialty class, how uh, five steps to increase your money flows. And then June 18th and 19th with how to change anything with ease and a few more classes on the go right now. Uh, Definitely London on October 22nd and 23rd. Again, how to change anything with ease. That's the class that will be there. And I've got a really exciting online academy right now that's starting on February 17th. However, if you would like to get in on the discounted rate, you will want to check it out right away. Uh, So there's six modules to this academy. And module one is all about creating an international fan base. Module two is becoming uh, a hostie of awesomeness. Module three is all about being legal to work in other countries. Module four is learning to travel like a rock star module five is pretty just how to keep your business flowing while you're traveling around the world. And module six is all about the technical stuff. And there's some phenomenal bonuses. And the bonuses actually alone are more than the cost of the class itself. So you're really getting a great deal. So do check that out. You'll find it either um, on my Facebook page or Just message me, email me if you'd like more information. I'll get the link to you. All right, so let's go back to um, being a world-class bitch and being okay with it. Like that is really the biggest part of it. Uh, When you look at not buying people's limitations and not, uh, not aligning and agreeing and not resisting and reacting is you have to then be willing to be judged for it. You have to be willing for people to be unhappy with you. And and that's okay. You know, if people are unhappy with you, it really has nothing to do with you. There's there's They're choosing that based on whatever it might be. Now, there might be a time where you think, oh, you know what, or not think, but you have the awareness that it would... Maybe what you did choose wasn't going to create more, or didn't create more. So there is something that you could do, like apologize or do something different. So it's not like when I say, if somebody has a problem with you, that's just their problem. I don't mean it kind of like black and white like that. I mean it really from that place of of knowing that that's a choice and and that everybody has choice. So if they're really, they'd really like it to be different, they can also be willing to have that conversation with you. And so it's not about kind of pretending that, you know, you can walk around and be a jackass and, and that's totally fine, which of course it totally is. But you also want to look at, you know, what is it creating in the world? You know, so I really looked and, and of course, like I said, I judged myself so much uh, when I had that uh, reaction with that gal. Um, and I really looked at what would create more. You know, and I really looked at would phoning and apologizing to her create more uh, and, you know, ask tons of questions and and had conversations with with some friends who, again, were not willing or who, who, yeah, who aren't willing to buy my garbage um, or make me right and, and or make me wrong, too. You want to make sure that you've got uh, when you're when you're talking about that sort of stuff with friends that you're not picking people then who would just go to the wrongness of you either. It's really just somebody who's willing to stay in total awareness and, and allowance (laughs) and none of, you know, nothing really was going to create more. It was just kind of to leave it and for me to get out of judgment of it for myself. And in a lot of ways I have, there's still, you know, and I still look at it and go, wow, I could have chose something different. And yeah, I did or I could have and I didn't <laughs> uh, and and what if what if it was what was required and that that experience has contributed so much cuz I can tell you I haven't ha- I haven't chose a reaction like that since and so sometimes I get that we create these things so that we don't continue to create them, (laughs) you know, so we're willing to have the awareness and go, wow, that doesn't work. Now, whether it worked for her or not, or whether she thought about it ever again, that was totally irrelevant to me. Because what I was looking at is what I and I shouldn't say it was irrelevant. But for me, I really hung on to it. And I really played with it. And I really made myself wrong for it. And I mean, that could have all been hers. Maybe she was doing that in her head, you know, from, from, from it all. And I was just very aware of it. It's, it's, again, just the willingness to look at it and everything then becomes information. And this is one of the things that I talk a lot about with people, especially in classes and stuff, because I talked before break about how a lot of times when we start learning the tools and we start learning that we can choose consciousness, that if we're not choosing it perfectly from our judgments 110% of the time, then we're wrong and we're messed up and we're, you know, all of these things. And it's like, no, what if it's choice creates awareness and then choice creates awareness and choice creates more awareness. Like what if we are willing to have, again, the allowance for ourselves, the allowance for other people's choices and knowing that there's going to be times where we do something that maybe there was another choice that would have created more and we didn't choose it. So then how can we use that information to, con- to create more in the future. Yeah, so everything that brings up, <laughs> everywhere you've done that, everywhere you're still judging yourself for all of that, will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Whew, right, wrong, good, battle nine, pop-up, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I'm not sure if I talked about it. In case you're new to my radio show, uh, I use the tools and processes from Access Consciousness, which is accessconsciousness.com. And that... Um, right after what that question I asked, that's the the access consciousness clearing statement. And so for more information about how that works, you can go to theclearingstatement.com and uh, they've just got a really great video series and stuff on how that works. So, So it's really looking at, are you willing to be judged? Are you willing to be kind, even when it's not what the definition of kind is from this reality, <laughs> and then judged for that, you know, um, which is really kind of funny when we look at it from that place, because it's like, we're all this infinite kindness that we don't even have words to, to, to put to the kindness that we be. And we're often judging ourselves or being judged for not being it because it doesn't match what this reality says. So everywhere that you've bastardized your kindness, or you've judged your kindness, or you validated other people's reality that you're not kind because it didn't match what they decided kind is. Well, you destroy and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys and beyonds. And A lot of times kindness in this reality can can really be about making somebody a victim and making somebody less than and uh, kind of that energy of, well, then I have to take care of them. I have to pick up after them, kind of the superior bitch energy that I often joke about, uh, but is oh so real in my world. (laughs) And it's just that that willingness to look at all of it and be in the place of, okay, so if I was truly being kind here, what choice would I choose? Yeah. So everywhere you haven't been willing to look at what choice is actually going to create the most, what choice is actually the kindest, we destroy and uncreate all that times a Godzillion and return it to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine podpox shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that you've been superior bitched and you've been um, treated kindly from this reality, but it felt so prickly and so icky and so heavy, will you just run and create all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine podpox shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it really, you know, for, for that, it's it's checking in with yourself. Again, my, myself, I receive a lot of uh, emails and stuff like that. That's a lot of that sort of information. Um, you know, I just, the more willing you are to be seen in the world, the more people that have points of view about different things or suggestions or ideas or s- all that sort of stuff. And then it just becomes where I'm willing to acknowledge what it is and not kind of play the whole, well, they wouldn't say it like that. They wouldn't mean it like that. They wouldn't do this. They wouldn't do that. You know, really kind of what I would call candy coating it. Be like, no, call it what it is. Okay. They're choosing superior bitch right now. Cool. How's it get any better? Or sometimes people, uh, maybe they're really angry that they're not choosing something that they would like to be choosing So then instead of putting their energy into what they could be choosing, they direct it more at people who are choosing uh, what they would like to be choosing and, and kind of try to, it's almost like they try to, it's how do I say it? It's like there's, they're acting like they're kind, but the energy behind it is so unkind. And so it's again, back to the willingness to look at what is, Without a point of view, <laughs> not making anybody right, not making anybody wrong, and really ha- willing to have the awareness of of where's that energy coming from? What is going on? There was a woman, I'm probably not going to think of her name right now, but she had a stroke. Uh, you might have heard she wrote a book and she's been on, I think, TED Talks and just done a really amazing um, things with the information because she of what she went through while she was having the stroke and and all that sort of stuff. I can't think of her name right now. Um, anyway, she put up a sign in the hospital or had maybe somebody put it up for her of for people to be, and I mean, she, I think, used the word responsible of, of their energy. Just for me, I would more use the word aware So it's like to be aware of the energy that you bring into the room. So in this case, she's in the hospital. She's just had a stroke. When people walk in, they're going, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. (gasps) You are so young. This shouldn't have happened to you. Or, you know, kind of that drama, trauma energy that most people walk into a hotel hotel, (laughs) hospital room like that with. Can you perceive the denseness of that? And what, and, and so in her case of kind of ha- going through the stroke, her awareness exponentialized. And so then she was super aware of the energy that people brought into the room. And so she had this poster put up so that people could start being aware. And whether it was from the people like the family who loved her and were doing trauma drama or the doctor who's coming in and he's stressed about, you know, the fight he had with his wife earlier, like, it's like, really be willing to be aware of the energy that you're being. Because that greatly affects each one of us. Now, it's not that it's their responsibility to take care of her. That's not that's not the energy at all. It's about being aware is the energy that you're being, is it creating more? Is it not? and i'm i know i've talked about this probably on every show since i was at the class but it was one of the things that gary talked about and gary's the founder of access consciousness one of the things that he talked about in the class that i took with him in december was how before he does anything he's willing to ask the question what will this choice create and so if you look at that and and let's say you are In that moment, I've been there myself of, uh, you know, you're feeling pissy because you're having money problems and your best friend has just won the lottery (laughs) and you're feeling really pissy. And so you go visit them and you're trying to do the kind thing, then, oh, that's so great. I'm so happy for you. That's so wonderful that you always win everything you want. (laughs) You can get the energy, right? And and often it's not as blatant as that. So this is where we want to look again is, you know, when... Is it gonna create more? What will this choice create? So in that case, what would the the choice of going to visit the friend who just won the money, it may not create more in that moment until the person can clear their gunk around it. And and it it goes back to being willing to be the most conscious person in the room. Because there's gonna be people in the world who will never, ever, ever, ever take a moment to look at what they're bringing to the table. So if we're truly choosing consciousness, it's about each one of us looking, what are we bringing to the table? And what is that choice going to create? What is the choice going to create to align and agree with the friend who is, you know, has money problems and they want you to tell them that they're right for it or whatever it might be. What is that choice going to create? And it's not like you're looking for the story behind it. It's like, oh, it's going to create this and it's going to create this and it's going to create this. It's not that at all. It's is it light? Is it heavy? Is it going to create more? Is it going to create less? And for me, I'm so aware now that when I choose. I really desire to always choose what creates light because I've chose so many times when it's when I was aware and even when I wasn't willing to be aware that it was going to create less and then, you know, had to pick up all of that (laughs) crap. So I I find it so much more ease now just to choose the light because I'm so aware of what the heavy creates. And I'm sure there'll be times where I don't, and that's okay. But it's really looking at what is this choice going to create? All right, we're off to break and we'll be right back.
3: Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an Infinite Possibility Session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net g-l-e-n-y-c-e dot
4: Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes possibilities and awesomeness? She does!
1: You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenys and our program, please visit www.glenys.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities.
2: Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about the secrets of being a world-class bitch. (laughs) And really, the secret is the willingness to receive it. Because whatever we're not willing to receive is what we will be controlled by. So that means that if you're not willing to be judged as a world-class bitch or bastard, then anybody who has the awareness of that, even if they just have the awareness energetically, they don't maybe even have have it, um, you know, cognitively, but energetically they have it. Then they could be like, "Hey, would you mind doing doing my laundry for me?" Because you know the last person was such a bitch and she wouldn't. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, of course I'll do your laundry for you." You know, like it just it it just becomes the the puppet strings that we're controlled by. And so really looking at that for yourself as to what are you not willing to be judged as. Are you not willing to be judged as unkind, as unhelpful, as uh, a bitch? Like, what is it that people can then have your puppet strings? And really, when people are judging you, whether it's unkind, unhelpful, as a bitch, whatever it is, when people judge you, that's their stuff. That is their points of view that are manipulating you if you're allowing it, instead of you being willing to have total choice, which means you could be like, hey, okay, does it work for me to do their laundry? Hmm, No, okay. Sorry, I won't be doing your laundry. I guess I'm a bitch too. You know, where you can start using that information to create more and not be controlled by it. Whereas so many of us would just, we'd rather do the laundry, even though we don't want to, it isn't fun for us. We just like know anything not to be called a bitch. And it's like, really, what's wrong with being called a bitch? (laughs) You know, or whatever the the word might be, that we've attached the energy to it, whatever that means, you know, and often we can look in our own life and just say, Oh, well, that person was such a bitch, and I never want to be like that person. And you know, might be worth looking at some of those people. And what was it that, you know, you had that judgment of, were they not willing to do something that you wanted them to do, that then put you into that judgment, where you chose that judgment, instead of acknowledging, hey, you know what, they really just don't want to do that. And maybe they are a bitch, you know, that that's totally, that's a total choice for each one of us, we've got that possibility. And the, the biggest thing with it, with all of that is the Also the willingness for yourself to have the awareness of whether it's an awareness or a judgment, because there's often what seems to be a fine line between awareness and judgment. So you might have, you know, somebody in your life that you would tell me that they're a bitch (laughs) and and that's totally fine but what you want to be aware of is that an is that an awareness or is that a judgment because if it's an awareness it'll it'll make you feel light and probably make you smile and just be like yeah and then it becomes the wording i like to use is they're choosing bitch cuz to say somebody is a bitch often that is like a conclusion. It's like, okay, well, they're a bitch, so they always will be a bitch. That's that's a conclusion and a judgment. Their choosing bitch can be very much an awareness because they're just choosing it. In that 10 seconds, they're choosing it. Now, maybe you have in your life people that choose bitch more 10 seconds than they don't. And that's totally cool too. You'll just have a sense of the difference between whether it's an awareness or a judgment. Because most of us, the minute we go to, oh my gosh, they're being a bitch oh, I can't believe I just said that. I can't believe I thought that. How horrible am I to be judgmental and blah, blah, blah. We go on to that crazy. Instead of just being like, hey, is that is that an awareness or is that a judgment? Oh, it's awareness. Okay, cool. Carry on. Or you can ask, okay, what's it going to take to use that information to my advantage? Because if somebody's choosing bitch, they're actually showing you their puppet strings right? A bit of a mind melt with that one, isn't it? But really look at the people. And I don't mean the people who, when I talk about, you know, me and I'm willing to choose to be judged as a bitch because I'm not buying somebody's limitations. It's different. I mean, somebody who's just choosing to be bitch in that moment from unconsciousness, they're showing you their limitations. They're showing you their puppet strings, So the question becomes, okay, well, what, what can I do to create more? And there, I mean, there's a billion things that could pop into your awareness with that, but it's the willingness to call it what it is. And then the willingness to ask another question, okay, what, what is this? What can I do to create more with this? How can I use this person's puppet strings to my advantage? So let's say you've got a friend who is being a total bitch. They're talking about a, you know, another friend of your guys's and they're just being a total unconscious, unkind bitch. You can look at that and be aware of where the puppet strings are. So let's say the complaint is that that other friend, um, always leaves you guys when she gets a boyfriend in her life. And, you know, she's really upset about it and she's making a really big deal and kind of this whole trauma drama stuff. So with that, you could look at, okay, so what's it going to take to use her puppet strings to my advantage? And, you know, when we talk about my advantage, it's not necessarily... uh, Well, it's never about using them to create less. And often when we hear the word the words, my advantage, we often think it's about taking advantage of somebody. And it really isn't when I'm asking, okay, what can I use to to use it? How what can I, how can I use this to my advantage or whatever the kind of that energy it's really about from the place of creating more, you know, so really it's the question could be, how can I use this to create more in the world? I just like the word, you know, the, how to use this to my advantage. It just, it's just got a spin on the energy often for me, uh, but that's really what it is. So you've got a friend who's bitching about somebody and being really unkind, and you're aware that it's not creating more, and you're aware that you don't want to align and agree with it, and you don't want to resist and react to it. Be like, okay, so what's it, what would it take to use this to my advantage? It might just be where then you just start talking about a different person, um, you know, where you kind of, sometimes saying straight out to the person, hey, do you realize how unkind you're being? Sometimes that that will works. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't. Uh, sometimes it kind of takes the, I would call called through like the back door where you're more from the place of, oh my gosh, you know what? I just, can I talk about this for a minute? Cause I've got this friend and she's been really unkind to this other friend of ours. And I'm just really not sure how to deal with her. And, you know, where you kind of talk about what's going on in a way that that person, usually they don't even have the awareness that it's them you're talking about. I've never had that anyway, um, because they're so not aware of where they're operating from. But it, in in them giving you the solution, often that's enough energy to start shifting and changing it. So sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's saying, hey, you know what, I really get that you've got some problems with this uh, situation, You know, instead of just complaining about it, do you want to talk about it? Or again, it depends on the situation, depends on the person. Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, look at the time. I'm so sorry. I've got an appointment. I've got to go, you know, so then you've kind of got that instead where it's not about fixing it or making it better. It's also about taking care of what works for you. And depending on how close of a friendship it is, it might just be to be out the door. You know, every situation is going to be different. Again, going back to, okay, what choice will this create? No, no, what will this choice create? What choice will this create? Maybe that's a whole new question, Uh, but really looking at what will this choice create? So what will telling them that they're being unkind, what will that create? What will just saying you've got an appointment, what will that create? And just be willing to follow whatever is lightest and going back to the whole thing, Being willing to be judged as a bitch or horrible or unkind when you don't sit and listen to their stories for hours on end. So everywhere you haven't been willing to be aware of other possibilities, and you've just sat and listened to those stories, or you've been the one sitting sharing those stories, will you just turn and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Because I wonder how much different this planet could be if we stopped aligning and agreeing and resisting and reacting and telling and listening to (laughs) the stories. I wonder what might change then. So everything that doesn't allow you to be that space and be that allowance, will you destroy and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And then pay attention to when you yourself are going into story. Are there certain people that you're around that you tend to do it more with? Is there certain times of the, of the day you know, maybe you're when you get tired is when you tend to tell more stories. I mean, there's just, you just want to be aware of it, not make yourself wrong, not judge yourself, but just to be aware of it. And then what stories are really like, are you holding on to really tightly? Because there will be some that you probably fight for more than others. And that might sound a little bit funny, but it certainly matches the energy, but where you've maybe had something that's so true and so real to you. I mean, we've talked a lot in the last few we actually months, probably since September, when I really started uh, acknowledging for myself how much of a victim I was playing, even though I would have told you I wasn't playing victim. Um, you know, so the victim energy, the pathetic energy, the less than energy, that all of that energy I mean, prior to September, I would have fought you tooth and nail to defend my place in that victim and pathetic energy without even. Knowing I was doing it or without the willingness to know that I was doing it. And I still, honestly, to this day, you guys, I'm so amazed by that whole thing unraveling and I'm so grateful. And if you didn't listen, uh, that was in September. The, the show, I think the day I stopped being a victim, um, that really was a, a huge life changer for me. And I've seen it unravel in my life in a way I cannot even describe what I have since chosen and changed and shifted and cleared and been willing to choose. I, I mean, it's so phenomenal. And I know that that was a story that what I would have fought for. And, you know, when I look at that now, I think, wow, I wonder which ones now I'm fighting for that I'm not aware of it because I honestly wouldn't have guessed that I was fighting at all for that anymore. Um, and it's not that I go and sit around and look for what is the next one because I don't actually get that that creates more. Uh, I'm just willing to be aware. So when crazy pops up, I will definitely look at it and, and be with that energy and be with whatever comes up with it. I actually had a a gal, you know, tell me that another gal had told a group that she was in, you know, she'd referred some, some people to me and stuff like that. And it was just like, I said to her, wow, I'm really shocked. And she said to me, what is that? And I'm like, I was just looking at that because the minute that I realized I was shocked, it was like, okay, well, what is that? Where's that energy coming from me? And so kind of looking at it and, and piecing it and, and clearing what was coming up. And, uh, it was really interesting. Again, kind of that energy of, um, kind of one, the energy of expectation. And I still, I still will be doing a show on, on projections, rejections, expectations, separations, because I've I've talked a lot about them in different calls and stuff that I've been doing. Um, But it's really looking at what do we put on to people? What have we, you know, decided, well, that person is always a certain way. And that person doesn't like me. And that person loves me. And that person hates me. And, and then we are shocked <laughs> when it's different than what we've expected. And that shock energy only means there's unawareness. That's that's my point of view about it, because if I when that friend told me about the situation for me to be shocked means I would have had to have blinders on to it. And I mean, it was a, you know, from this reality, we'd say it's positive. I mean, this gal is referring people to me. How beautiful is that? And, and yet, for me to go to the energy of shock, there's still an unawareness that I was willing to, to have and to be. So it's just looking at it and, and destroying it and creating it and not judging, but being willing to what I call with that information and look at the information and, and be willing to go, Oh, okay. Well, that's really cool. I'll, I'll keep that. Or wow, that's, a, that's a limitation or that choice isn't creating more. What else could I choose? Um, It's all just, to me, it's just like a big game. It's just, it's fun if you're willing to stay out of the judgment of it and not make yourself wrong. And ultimately it all comes back to really, who does it belong to anyway? It's not ours. It's not ours. All of this crazy is not ours. And if we would just even drop all of everybody else's crazy. <laughs> we would totally change that. We actually had a really good conversation. I've got a, a closed group on Facebook. Any of you are welcome to join it. It's called Awesome Preneurs, like entrepreneur, but awesome awesomepreneur. Um, so you're welcome to join. It's a free group. And and uh, people were asking about that. Well, if it's not mine, whose is it? And And we just had a phenomenal conversation in there. But really what it all boils down to is if we're not choosing to be the infinite being we truly be, then we're playing with other people's crazy and other people's crazy from lifetimes upon lifetimes upon lifetimes. So I don't mean you're an infinite being and your neighbor isn't and you're playing with his crazy. I mean, everybody is an infinite being and everybody can operate from infinite being a hundred percent of the time if they wish, if they choose. (laughs) But the minute we stop choosing to be the infinite being we truly be is when we start playing with other people's crazy and it just becomes this kind of energetic ping pong crazy that's going on and again goes back to being willing to be the most conscious person in the room all right well we are at the end of our show today thanks so much for listening in guys and i look forward to talking to you next week